0: It's that I just don't care. And anyone else who wants to work for free. It's Spokane's official morning show. Jay
2: and Kevin. Hello. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and adults of all ages and sizes. Hello and hi there. It is I, the Righteous Reverend J. Daniels, broadcasting you live from beautiful downtown Spokane, Washington, 99201. Live from Studio C, second floor, Digital World Broadcast Center of the KXOI building. Hey, guess what? It is a Monday. It's 3623. Howdy. Howdy. Uh, first things first, if you ever open a bag of cooked eggs in the studio again before 6 a.m., you're going to be uh, tarred and feathered.
1: It was a new experiment today, and it is one that did not work. It didn't what? work
3: it Didn't work for Slim and I either. Jay, can you read, and, and you can modify it, can you read <laughs> the message that I sent you at 5.40 a.m. today? Keep it genuine.
2: <laughs> Whoa, did Kevin toot in there so bad that it now stinks in my
1: studio? <laughs> yeah, I love the, I love the chat about me, guys. It's awesome. I oh my. do things like that just to give you something to talk about. Well, I knew it
3: wasn't Jay.
1: Jay doesn't ever do that.
3: <laughs> and <laughs> it smelled so bad in my studio all of a sudden. And I thought I had to think in my head. Was that me? Like, was I in here so focused that I didn't even realize that I had done that? And I was like, I don't think so. No, it couldn't have been me. I like, it's like continual if it's me. And I looked in there and Jay left the studio. <laughs> right at this moment. Jay left the studio. And I was like it's great timing. Are you kidding, Kev? You come in and you let one rip to start the <laughs> week off. And no. it was bad. And so I opened my studio door to try to air it out in here. And it then really it ended up being eggs.
1: Makes sense to me either because the eggs when I cook them here are not great smelling. No. we all can attest to that. Sure, They're not yeah. great. But they've never smelled like that. They've never smelled that bad. Oh, man. Was, it a, it was a, It's a bag? Is it a Ziploc well, bag? I cooked them at home, and I thought, I'm going to take these with me. They're already cooked. See, then I won't have to cook them at work, and it won't smell. I was trying to be courteous is what my thought was. And the problem was they were hot when I put them in the bag, and I felt like the plastic bag, the Ziploc bag, was going to melt into the eggs.
3: Right. It was hanging and, on for dear life. Yes. <laughs>
1: right. Just, Stringy. Now- I mean, I looked at the bag. It doesn't look like it's melting at all. It probably would have been fine. But sure. it was just that worry of, well, I'll be bummed if these eggs are, you know, then melted. And I couldn't believe how hot they still were. I mean, it had been 10 minutes and i would it, cooked it's them. It's not hard boiled, right? They're scrambled. Is yeah, it scrambled? Okay. No, they're just they're egg pucks. Oh, okay. Like you gotcha. You would get yeah. on an egg McMuffin. Yeah. And uh, I, do, I don't know. Ah. I sat them here. And maybe this is the problem. I sat them in front of the fan so that it would blow on them and cool them off. Oh. And so I don't know if putting them in front of the fan was the issue because it uh, dissipated the smell quickly. It was unbelievable. How it was because when I came back were. in,
2: I looked at you and you go, eggs. Yeah, I just looked at Kevin and I go, he goes, eggs. And I'm like, wow. Why yeah. do eggs smell so bad like I don't that? know. I don't know.
1: They taste so great. Smell they so taste bad. so great. I don't understand and They it. do not smell good at all. I I I don't know. I I didn't think that was going to, I didn't think it was going to be worse than cooking them here. It was by far worse. (laughs) It was terrible. So that plan's not happening again.
2: (laughs) Okay. All right. That's fair. Either that, well, that's probably not great either. I was going to say, you could just leave them on the counter out there for a minute and open them up. Can you imagine everybody else walks in?
1: That's a terrible
2: idea, right? (laughs) Everybody else comes in and goes, what just happened? Ladies and gentlemen,
0: say
1: hello to Kevin
0: James. Kevin.
1: I don't know. I don't know how it happens. What if you open the bag and throw it in the refrigerator real quick? Like you did the That's what, poof, poof. You, you know, know, when I do them at my house, I'll cook them, and they're really hot. If I do the egg puck thing. Yeah. And my granddaughter will not eat anything hot. So then or I always she just gets put them that. in the fridge for, you know, a couple minutes. That's what I should have done. I'll have to either, will just have to cook them earlier and put them in the fridge, Jay. That's what I need to do. Just do the real fast. Or cook them the night before. That's what I because I don't care. You know I'm going to eat them Oh, cold. would you
2: eat them cold like that? Oh, yeah. Ugh. Heck
1: yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for them to get cold so I can eat them. Uh, you know
2: what? Here's the thing. If you decide that you will uh, eat your eggs cold, the, the uh, sign of appreciation from Slim and I will be great. And I think maybe worth your while. We might have to, you know, every once in a while bring in a little treat for you. Just as our way of saying thank you for not stinking up the studio.
1: We used to just cook eggs here, but I feel like now that's not the same either. Ever since the pandemic, I I don't know. It feels like we're not allowed to cook. I'm not sure what the deal is, so I just I don't even mess with it here.
3: I'm glad I I am glad the cooking stopped in here after we did a deep clean of the studio. Felt like I I don't think you I don't think like when you're cooking stuff. And we were cooking every Friday. I just don't think we noticed the buildup from week to week of gunk. <laughs> That's probably it true. It slowly yeah. happens when we deep clean this studio. When we came back from the pandemic, there was so much food on the countertops, uh, and underneath, disgusting. everywhere. Jan and I were laughing because it would be like Bruce had cooked pancakes, and Bruce seems like the cleanest dude in the world. He is, but it does. There would just be would be weird pa- pancake shrapnel, and it was just everywhere. So yeah, I am glad that the I am weeks. glad that the cooking in studio has stopped, but I do miss food. So there's
1: that weird fine right, line.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah. Can't I'm have
1: it great. both
3: ways, guys. No, you can't. They said that.
2: Well, once. you
1: can. You can try to cook it at home and bring it in a bag and then stink it up. <laughs> well,
3: we could also just cook out in the kitchen area. Uh, yeah, that would be the
1: best. Yeah. Well, I did do that. Oh, you're saying like cook scrambled eggs out there? Cook any anything. Yeah, see, I've been doing the eggs in the microwave, and that is just not that's- no
3: eggs in microwave stink worse than eggs in a yeah, pan. But that's do, just for sure, yeah,
1: yeah, they no do. question. They I, do.
3: I guess
2: it's the microwave. But it's just
1: not a great. I know, and it's just a bummer because it's the easiest, quickest way to do it that doesn't uh, make a mess. Right. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm just glad that you're not sick.
1: I'm gonna stop eating eggs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and that's for <a> <laughs> cholesterol,
3: right? Wouldn't that, that be our
2: excuse?
0: The big yeah. coyote country the Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Come here, Skeeter. Kevin James. Not to mention, it's all over your awesome shirt. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. (laughs) Man, you are one pathetic loser. Well, the real... Heyo. Hey, hey, hey. hey. The
3: other one for breakfast that I love that I have to... I can't do it in our studio anymore, but I want to. And it's everywhere. It's at my house, too, I've noticed. Stinking toast. The bottom of the toaster... Oh. If you don't have a good bottom of your toaster, toast collector, that stuff gets absolutely everywhere. Yeah, burnt crumbs will start a fire. Oh, my gosh. And you take the little piece off the bottom sometimes it works real well but if you have one that doesn't work well and it's kind of loose it'll like weirdly leak burnt crumbs while it's closed and they just kind of all over the place a little trap door Ah, oh, maybe well, you get a good trap door mm. yeah
1: sometimes the problem i think to toast too when you take it out and you don't don't even realize it when you, you just pick it up sometimes it crumbles and then oh, there's sure. pieces of toast everywhere that is one that you're like, yeah, your breadcrumbs. Are you leaving a trail for someone?
2: Are you just to throw it on the counter person, or do you butter it on a piece of like a paper towel or, or a plate, or what are you? Mean, either a plate or a paper towel. Kevin, are you just throw it
3: on the counter guy?
1: Uh, I think I just hold it in my hand. Do you not butter
3: it? Oh, you butter it in your hand? Yeah, in my oh, hand. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then put it
1: on a plate or whatever.
3: Okay. I, I also notice oh, every tricky. bite you take of a piece of bread. Three quarters of it ends up blowing up outside of it, outside of your mouth. You bite a piece of bread, especially if, it's and too if You have slow motion video; it would just be bread everywhere. You got to toast it less. Yeah, you need it to be more soft.
1: Yeah, make it more bread than toast. But yeah, it needs to be hot so that the butter melts on it. Yeah, just oh, make man.
3: just make broast. It's the one thing. Yeah, broast. It's the one thing I miss of Warren. It's the only thing I miss about Warren. <laughs> okay, I, there I. Phew. And I can say that because he'll forget about that I even he'll forget that I said it in the next 2 minutes. <laughs> the only thing I miss about Warren is his toast. He was a good toaster, was he? Yep. Oh, and he would bring a whole loaf of it. He'd yeah. make the whole loaf. When he brought a loaf of bread in the studio, he was the guy who he planned on toasting every piece of it. He's like, "I don't want to bring it home. We're getting toast. I bought bread, we're making toast. I'll just make toast as high as the I can as high as I can. he could stack it." He would make
1: it. It was one of his favorite things, too, because he always felt like you didn't enjoy. The him, food. Anybody cooking in there. Yeah. And he was right. Yeah. He was so right. He was right. And so he always felt bad. He's like, I feel bad that I'm in there bothering somebody cooking breakfast. And then he'd always get. But you know what he loves? Man, I make toast. He'll eat like eight pieces of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he loves toast. Warren. Also, bread has
2: become the like the new chips thing.
1: Of the types of bread oh man
2: it's unreal it's
1: crazy what's your current type of bread I only eat one type of bread now and that would be keto it's just keto bread and I don't eat it super I go through phases I'll, I'll buy it you know for a week or two and then I won't do it for a month oh okay yeah I don't just weird little phases slim a Wonder Bread. White Wonder
3: Bread. Wow. Oh, wow. That Sad. is... Having small kids children. Older. Well, <laughs> no, is. my... So, my... I'm the only one who eats it. My really? kids eat... My wife what? gets some kind of Dave's, which I, I don't love the price tag on it. Yeah. But they're yeah. a sponsor of the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> so, I will I will buy it every time I'm at the store. I'm like, you sponsor my favorite team? I'm in. I, I oh, if wow. You sponsor something I love? I'm in on it. And so... She loves this Dave's bread. They go through this Dave's bread like crazy. The kids and my wife do, but I I have my loaf of white wonder bread that I use for my weekend toast and some of my sandwiches. So that but that's my that's dad's loaf of bread. I love
1: that. White wonder <laughs> bread on a sandwich is still just the best. Oh. I, and I know it's, you know, not the the best choice health-wise or whatever, but man, taste-wise, I still maybe it's the Nostalgia of it, bringing you back to being a kid and getting a sandwich. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it it always feels special to me if I get it. It's probably the
2: only bread you can also roll into a ball and throw like a snowball. That's
3: true. Yeah, that part's cool. Well, Well, we've done it, boys. We've got we've we've made it. We've officially made it in the United States of America. Oh boy, Sunny D. We like Sunny D. Yes. Yeah, Sunny D. They have entered the world of the vodka seltzers. And I am not a me? seltzer guy and I'm not I don't like white claws I don't like I just like beer and I like liquor. So wait, they're making their own seltzer? Sunny D has a seltzer. Oh wow. And so this could be my my diving in point to the seltzer world. I've been out on it forever, but Sunny D seltzer? I they- love Sunny D. There's very little I can you can have in your refrigerator that's going to make me smile more than a thing of Sunny D. I, like, never really drank it, and then just recently
2: I had one that was, like, a leftover one or something from the boys, and I thought, I'll just drink it. I don't yeah. know. It looks like juice. And I thought, yeah, this is why people like that. That's like yeah, it's, drinking candy or something. It really is. I don't know. It's so good. I don't know what is in there. Well, probably sugar, but.
3: Just a little. That is I'm sure amazing. there's a little sugar in a Sunny D. It's, yeah. it's really, really good. And but, sunshine. Yeah, and sunshine. And happiness. So I am I'm excited to give this a try. And I, yeah, I, I just feel like we've made it in society now. Can now I ask you, Sunny
2: D has entered this, the game. Can I ask you a, may, what might be a dumb question about the Sunny D seltzer? Do they have multiple varieties of flavors?
3: I've only seen that they have the four packs of Sunny D vodka seltzer. So and it's it is orange. orange. A, orange. It looks The whole thing looks orange. The can is one of the skinny, cute white girl cans uh, that has the uh, bl- white. It's got a white on top down to the... The orange bubble's on the bottom. Okay. And it's every college girl's going to love it. Except for this, says it? Sunny D. So every 42-year-old who lives in their own basement's
1: going to love it. They
2: will also it. like that. <laughs>
1: uh, Slim, is, it, is that basically just a screwdriver then? Or do you okay, think it's Kevin, more- Okay, Kevin, yes, that's what it would a be, a screwdriver right? is vodka and- Orange juice. Orange juice, mm-hmm. right? I think that's right. I think but that's I what wonder, this is. with the bubbly part, if that changes up how it tastes- Oh, Kev, that's really interesting
3: because that will be exactly what this is. Now, it has opened the conversation because now everyone wants, not everyone, when I say everyone, I mean the people on the internet. <laughs> right, right. Are pushing for they, Capri Suns, Seltzer oh, as their wow. next children's drink yeah, it, to get a seltzer and the, the, the love for Capri Suns. Capri Sun was, was trending over the weekend. And I thought, uh-oh. I didn't think it was going to be good. Capri Sun trending is not going to be good. Right. Or I thought maybe some big celebrity was getting called a baby. And so they were like, go get your sip Capri Sun and go home. No, everyone wants now Capri Sun to be the next seltzer.
2: Well, it's just the generation that grew up with this beverage that now wants to be able to drink it without. alcohol. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Please grew- tell
1: me it would still come with the straw. Oh yeah, <laughs> Kevin! <laughs> how funny would that be? And it has Kevin to. You have to have a bag. The big
0: 9 coyote
1: country. Stupid
0: piece. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. All
1: of those products with the red sauce Black are beans. delicious.
0: Uh, yeah,
3: cold, refried, refried. What is it? Kevin James.
0: Refried dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Yes The Jay and Kevin Show On the big 99.9 Coyote Country Don't
2: forget the Coyote Country app is free You can download it and take us with you It's super simple Even if you've never really used apps before for radio Just go to Coyote Country And there we are Now the audio vault
3: (sighs) I think I'm ready to quit Uh oh Guys I, I don't know It's been How many weeks has it been since the start of the NASCAR season?
1: Like three, uh, two or three.
3: We each picked a racer that we were going to follow throughout the season. You'd figure they'd win by now. <laughs> you, want to, you want them to win after three I mean, weeks, huh? Yeah, that's why I'm. That's why I'm excited about this. We all got NASCAR drivers, and none of them can win. Oh. And a big run for
0: Bowman on the outside. They're going to split Truex, and it's three Hendrick Chevys to the front. Just like much of the day, around goes Almendinger, back of the pack. Four, or five cars spinning. We stay green as everybody gets out of the throttle. Here they come to the flag. William Byron will lead his 175th lap of the day and take the checkered flag in Las Vegas. Unbelievable.
3: Okay, so we're getting better at least on the end of race announcements. Remember that a couple weeks ago it was like, and Billy wins the race. Right, yeah. At least this guy, they kind of get excited towards the end. I still am a little concerned about these guys going 200,000 miles per hour. And the announcer going three. Yeah. Now, well, I'm, I'm struggling with that, NASCAR fans. I'm struggling with the difference in speed between your announcer and your cars.
1: The problem with NASCAR for me a lot of times is it's very anticlimactic at the end because feel- it's not always very close. You know, it's like, it's like, eh, okay. so much of what matters is what happens the whole day. And then just. At the end, sometimes it's like, oh, look, he's ahead and he's going to stay ahead. Well, especially if there's
2: a caution near the end and they have to either, you know, sometimes the restarts are really cool and then sometimes you're like, oh,
1: there's going to be another caution and then, uh. And I guess that happens a lot in like a sport we love. Sure. It could be a blowout. Yeah. But you just go, I don't know. It feels different for some reason.
2: But at least you finished in the top 10, did you not? I mean, they mentioned your guy's name there.
3: But Eastern finished in the top 10. Oh, jeez. Okay, really? So why? Because it hurts. Last night was brutal. Okay. Last that, night was brutal for me. I know just This is a me moment here on the show because I need to give a shout-out to somebody in case if he has family listening, then I need them to go spank him today. Oh, my. Okay? <laughs> Eastern loses on a buzzer beater, three-pointer in Boise. Ridic- yeah, ridiculous. Miss free throws. It was a real bummer. Eastern wins 18 games in a row and then loses three in a row. Yeah. Kind of a weird season. To
1: be done. I mean, right. Well, NIT. Maybe the NIT.
3: Yeah, Yeah, maybe the NIT or one of those other ones. I mean, uh. And, Kevin, do you know the name Brody Ford? Brody Ford? I don't think so, Slim. Okay, so Will Pennant wins the state championship in 1A. 1B. 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 Sorry, not 1A. 1B 1B boys, state champs, yep. State champs, really good team. First
1: time ever for Will Pennant.
3: So they had a really good team in 2014 with this kid Brody Ford. And he ended up going to Whitworth, and they they had a, they had a good team. Well, he we played him in basketball last night, our last game of the season. That's how a tournament works. You play till the very end.
2: Right, right to the end.
3: And even
1: if you have to defend a twenty-eight footer at the buzzer. Was this was it a championship game? Yeah, did you yeah. say? I don't even want to talk about it. But it was a championship. Yeah, I don't just don't want to talk about it. So you had a chance to win a championship. We're
3: winning. Kevin. We're winning at the very end. Man. Um
1: not going to go well. And
3: then there's no time left on the clock. There's three seconds, and we're winning by one.
1: And there's no time left but three seconds. Three
3: seconds. I mean, this is it. It's over. We make a layup. We won the game. Mm-hmm. Except for this Brody Ford kid who played at Will Pennett back in the day and is wearing a Will Pennett jersey because oh. they just won the state championship. So yeah. he's kind of yeah. feeling excited about his school. Represent. Throws up a full court shot. Nothing but net. <laughs> yeah. So that happened. A nothing but net full court shot. Oh, man. Again, if you know a guy named Brody Ford today, uh-huh. spank him. Spank him. Got it. I'm over this. I'm over this guy. He scored like hundred points against us. And then moments later, I'm driving home, I go, At least I can watch Eastern oh. and they'll win and this will be good for my basketball. Goodness. My
1: basketball bones. And then some other kid. Same thing. It's a long three pointer. A kid who also had an awesome name. What was his Oakland? <laughs> Something crazy. Oakland Fort. Ah. <sighs> I just thought, can anyone else? Who else wants to come shoot a, a buzzer beater?
3: Jay, you want to come over real quick? And, <laughs> yeah, I can. Play horse, and I mean, and, like, horse and yeah. I'm just like, "What is happening?" Anyways, That's shout, right. out to shout out to Will Pennett. Shout out to Will Pennett, though. Yeah, you just had a great weekend on the the big stage, and then on the very tiny, 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 teeny tiny small stage. Although that stage would have been much bigger had he not made that shot. Man, we would have made a big deal. Will yes. Will so, Pennett alumni are there like the Martin Truex Jr. of racing. You tell me. Which sounds more enjoyable to watch? And this is—I'm being very—I'm trying to get into NASCAR, so I'm—I'm trying to be fair
0: here. Mm -hmm. Here they come to the flag. William Byron will lead his 175th lap of the day and take the checkered flag in Las Vegas.
3: Now I think he did a way better job than a few weeks ago, Uh where he truly hated everything. He was not happy, even though he's got the greatest greatest
1: voice ever.
0: Center and Sandon these two strive for Ryan simplification down the outside is next and coming down to the wire. Epicenter Sandin, rich strike is coming up on the inside. Oh, my goodness, the longest shot has won the Kentucky Derby. I mean, <laughs> there is nothing better than horse racing. So,
3: what they need to do in NASCAR, and this is what I've decided after yesterday. They need to have these guys who are great. Tony Stewart, the other guy who smiles all the time, and then the older guy. I know all their names. <laughs> so those three guys, I think they do such a good do- job during the race of letting you know, hey, here's what's happening for all of you non-NASCAR people. I'm raising my hand. Uh-huh. Here's how this is good going. This is why this guy's doing a pit stop or whatever. This is why this guy right. is jostling for position. They do a great job. Yeah. But when it gets to the last lap, they need to bring this Kentucky Derby guy in.
2: So he just slides in at the end to do the, the, you know, coming around turn four?
3: Yeah, because after four hours or however long Tony Stewart is on TV with the two other guys, they're tired. It is hard. That's the thing. Horse racing is great because, you know, it's a minute. So Yeah, so yeah. give, open the door, and the guy can be like, and now here's Kentucky Derby voice. And that guy comes in, he's like, bow. Ooh, baby, we're on, bottom, we're on the bottom. he just goes bonkers you know like he's selling me something. That might be a good idea
2: because I don't think the announcer, the guy that does the play-by-play of the actual horse race, he's not doing the two-hour lead-in, is he? No. Well, no. And if he He's is, just doing the race. Oh, no, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's you're good. right. He, he's Mr. One Minute is yeah. what they call him. Mr. One Minute. It's
2: also easier to build it up when, I mean, I know those horses are going like 50 miles an hour, but when they're going 200, you know, it's a little harder to, I
3: mean, it would take like two laps for as long as it takes – the horses to yes, run, you know, from true. the quarter mile. Okay, I believe this guy's name is Larry Colmus. I'm looking right now. It looks like he did like he's been doing the Kentucky Derby for a while. I think that's who this is. So he needs to come in at the very end of NASCAR and just scream at me for a minute. (laughs) And then Tony Stewart will be so excited. Like He will be so excited to have this kind of energy. They all will be. It's not like he's taken away from the wonder of these guys. They've just done a great job for four hours. They just need a little Larry Colmus down the stretch so that when William Byram, or whatever this guy's name is, comes out of nowhere (laughs) and wins it and makes it so I hate NASCAR because none of our guys seem to ever do anything. No, so, our guys didn't even finish top five guys. Ew. Christopher Bell, Bubba Wallace, Alex Bowman, yeah. Kyle Larson, William Byron. They yeah, sound that's like not our guys. Yeah, they sound like uh, that. Sounds like a trivia team that just won trivia against Kevin on Tuesday. <laughs> they don't sound like
1: NASCAR guys. Get out of here. Do we agree as well that the horse racing man should then also use nicknames only?
3: <laughs> yeah, because that's yes. the other part
1: that makes horse racing so fun man. is the yes. names. And so we did NASCAR nicknames a couple of weeks ago. They yes. all have great nicknames, so you just need to have him do the nicknames with uh, the drivers to make it extra exciting.
3: Uh, Kevin William Byron's nickname is Willie B. Yeah.
1: Willie B. You
3: know how cool it would have been to hear that the Kentucky Derby guy yelling Willie B. Oh my gosh! Down like at the end, think about it. this: is the man yelling Willie B.
0: <laughs> like, it would be we would be going
3: bonkers today. So bring in Larry Colmis for the last lap. Keep the guys who are in studio now for the entire race. I like it. They're fantastic. As I become a huge diehard, never been not a fan of NASCAR. Right. NASCAR guy. Clearly, Give me a jersey. Get me a jacket. Whatever you wear, NASCAR people. Give me a, a sunglasses. Give me pit vipers and a backwards hat and a mullet. And the mustache. And I'm in. Like, I'm that (laughs) kind of NASCAR fan. I'm smashing beer cans across my face during the race. All that kind of stuff. The normal NASCAR things. Uh But I need some Willie B yelled at the end. That's all I need. It's not a lot to ask, I think. I don't think so. No. Anyways, NASCAR fans, we're there for you. Although I'm getting close to retiring if my guy, one of our guys can't win a stinking race. I've got this bottle of champagne in the studio. I've had it here for weeks. It's warm. Just waiting to be popped. Pop the cork as soon so, as we win. Next week's going to be our week, boys. And there's your audio vault for a Monday. It's the sixth day of March, 2023.
0: Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. The big 99.9 nine Coyote Country. Also have The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Over, sideways, and under, on a magic carpet Right. Take it away. Kevin James. A whole new way. <laughs> the dazzling place I never oh, knew yeah. The Jay and Kevin Show On the big 99.9 Coyote Country.
2: All right, fellows, I've got a couple of questions for you here that I wanted to ask. Uh, two, one I got from over the weekend, and then the other one was from last week when I heard the song "Good Directions" from Billy Currington, And I was singing the song very loud, and a song, and then I actually had to look it up because I couldn't remember what year it came out. Kevin, do you know what year it came out? Oh boy,
1: uh, 2011,
3: 2011.
1: I'll go 2006, 2005. It's that yeah, old. It's, it's just I, so old. For music. It feels that old, but then I thought, no, there's no
2: way. But it's funny because I thought, it's weird that that song is still, you know, they do all these tests on music and all this stuff, and it still tests really, really well. And that's what I started thinking. That is one of those songs that when you hear it, like even when it's popular on the charts, like say any of the Morgan Wallen songs that come out right now, sometimes like on in the music world, we think, Oh, that song, well, that song will never get old because it might be about relationships and it's, you know, very meaningful or has a great message or whatever. Right. The, the Good Direction song seems like it would have just been kind of a flash in the pan kind, kind of thing because of the cheese that goes along
1: with it. Yeah, it's not a super duper meaningful one, but yeah, it is weird. It, it just but has yet a life. But yeah, it's
2: still popular whatever that is 18 years later.
1: Yeah, still works. It's it's just so fun sounding.
2: I guess that's why it is, but it just surprises me that that song is still around.
1: It's a fun story just like Old Red that Old has had Red.
2: a life oh, man. forever, right? Song about a dog. <laughs> kind of. Yes. <laughs> I mean, kind of about a dog. That's another one. Yeah, that's a good call. That you never think would last forever, but it feels like it has lasted forever.
1: Uh, another one for me that has lasted it's not nearly as long. I think it's a 2010 song. Okay. Is Thompson Square, Are You Gonna Kiss Me or Not? I always liked the song, mm-hmm. but the fact that that song is still around always kind of blows my mind where you're like, wow. that Especially since they've done nothing Not since a lot then. since then, yeah. It's not like you know they have a bunch of other hits, so you go, oh, th- hey, they're great. They're still relevant. Let's keep them. Sure. That song just lives on, it seems like.
2: Slim, do you have a song that surprises you from like maybe the early 2000s that we played a lot and
3: then we still play because it's still super popular? I'm going to go to 1999. I'm going to say if you could erase 1999 from your memory. So you, you've forgotten everything <sighs> about the year. Okay. And Luke Bryan recorded something like that today. It would be instantly number one. Don't change it at all. Just record something like that right now. Number one.
2: Really? I'm trying to think. So you're thinking, you you want Luke Bryan to record Tim McGraw's song?
3: Well, I mean, just it, what, give me a give me an artist who could record something like, I don't care what the artist is, Luke Bryan's just popular. And it sounds oh. like a Luke Bryan song because it says Barbecue Stain on my white t-shirt. And that seems like something Luke Bryan wants to say in a song anyways. But that song is from 1999, and I feel like if it was recorded today, you would think, oh, yeah, this song works in 2023. Oh, there's no doubt. This could be recorded just the way it is and sound like it is from this era. That is weird that 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 one
2: does sound like it could have been released this week. Urban has a lot of those. Keith
1: Urban has a lot of those songs too, where you feel like it could have been released this week. And the Tim McGraw song is still being played, right? Like that's still Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's still alive and well 20 some years later.
2: Which song is, hold on, I'll let you listen. Which song is better? This song? No, I didn't get it where he's singing.
0: that's a a stain on my white t-shirt she was killing me in that mini like, think I about guess, Luke
3: Bryan singing that song Oh no that's a great call He
1: would Wait. do it right now just that same way and it would be awesome Are I mean, they are these songs that last forever that are not maybe you know just a great love song or whatever are they all stories sort of story like
0: No you got to stop Miss Let's
1: take you on a ride Her sweet tea. Oh story which
3: one of those songs would be a bigger hit today well let's just say they're both recorded by luke Bryan. well what do you know luke Bryan's gonna sing a song about collard greens <laughs> yeah, and he's gonna shake his hips when he says killing me in that
1: miniskirt like these
3: those are two <laughs> songs that luke Bryan craves
1: lyrically yeah. yeah i would good directions i can't believe i'm gonna say this but i feel like that would be the winner
2: so good. That song is so good. You feel like that's an insult to Tim McGraw or something? Because that's
1: such a great legendary song, too, but It is. It's just I don't know.
2: Billy Currington, of all the people in the world, to have a song that lasts, you know, is gonna last
1: twenty or thirty years. And I gotta imagine that people are crazy will also last forever. Oh, yeah, for sure, Kevin. That's totally it. That's yeah. a great story. Gosh dang
2: it. It's just weird, it's still around.
0: I'm going to say it.